welcome home. My earth name is Bianca, and I am a multidimensional intergalactic being exploring what it means to be human on earth. I am here to share what I've learned from the depths of the shadows to help you remember your true self as a divine being on earth. I will teach you the cheat codes of the matrix, how to heal the ego, and transcend the limitations that we created when we were asleep. Together, we will alchemize and quantify our life to experience greater abundance, fulfillment, and joy in alignment with our soul's purpose. Now let's explore this dream within the dream. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to our soul session today. Today, we are going to be talking about Mama Earth. We are going to be talking about how she came to be. We're going to be talking about the Earth experiment um, and just the reason why we are here on Earth. Um, so the topic today, it's kind of piggyback, uh, piggybacking off of the episode I did where I basically talked about how to master the matrix. And so I kind of wanted to kind of take it back, um, take it back a little more. And let's kind of dive in into the origins, um, the origins of Earth and how she came to be. And um, as I speak throughout this, um, through, through, throughout this episode, I'm going to specify that when I speak about Earth, I'm going to be talking about two separate, um, two separate entities i guess i'm 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 gonna say so when i speak about earth the higher dimensional consciousness the 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 consciousness itself i'm gonna say she her um i'm gonna specify earth versus when i'm talking about the physical form the planetary body of earth i'm going to specifically say earth plane um or planet earth okay so those, so that's going to be the distinction between the two. And the reason why I want to dive into this, and um, I just want to make a note that most of my sources and information that I'm getting, that I'm giving to you guys is coming from the book by Lori Ladd called The Divine Design. And um, as I'm reading the book, I also um, had moments of soul remembrance for myself where things started to pop up and I started to remember um, this this truth okay um so today we're going to specifically specify on the earth experiment the origins of earth herself um and how all of this came to be and then in future episodes i'll dive deeper into the origins of humans and um the galactic history etc but today we're going to specify earth okay so as you guys know everything started with source so um the triad the trinity um so it started with source being it it was just it um when it became aware of itself then that's when the second part of the trinity became active um the so it was it and then now it was aware and once it was aware then it wanted to experience okay and that is the third part of the trinity so um being aware of itself in order to experience so that is the triad so once it became aware of itself and decided to experience um, itself and its multitude infinite possibilities um, pieces of consciousness now before I said that source fragmented itself but that's not the right word to use the right 
term I would like to say is that these these higher dimensional consciousness decides um, decided to split from source um, in order to experience itself in many different frequencies, forms, and dimensional fields. Okay. Now we're going to talk about Earth. So when Earth split herself from source, like I said, she was experiencing in all these different fields in the forest. 20th, 40th dimension. She was experiencing herself in all these different type of forms. Um, and so one day is the, one day she decided, I would say one day in linear in linear human time, but in any now moment, in a specific now moment, she decided that she wanted to be able to experience lower dimensional fields um, with the opportunity to shift into higher dimensional fields as well, um, but in the same form. She wanted to not change her physical form but be able to experience herself shifting frequencies and dimensions within the same physical form if that kind of confuses you let me just give you an example if we see earth now as the planet earth now the consciousness within earth what happens is that she wanted to experience herself going from a five dimensional frequency into a seven dimensional frequency and even further up so basically what she did in order to get this started is that she basically sent out an energetic call um, into the quantum field. And I when, when I say the quantum field, the quantum field is basically the space, the space where all of consciousness exists all at the same time, along with all of the infinite possibilities, okay? Um, between the shadow and the light selves, um, all different dimensions, everything literally is, this is the space where it holds all of it, all of consciousness, all of the experiences, everything, all of the frequencies that Dimensions, etc. So, Earth, uh, Earth, uh, as a higher consciousness, so I'm going to say she, she, call, she sent out an energetic call asking for help. Okay, so the point before I continue forward, the point of Earth wanting to experience herself in a Earth plane in a physical planetary body is that she would shift frequencies and dimensions while earth herself would experience that shift on the plane and the reason why this experience was so unique and it's never been done before was because earth as a consciousness would exist within a physical form the planet the planet earth and it would move her into higher fields into higher dimensional fields and this shift is not is referred to as we know as evolution and consciousness Okay, so this this is the reason why um, it was so unique because being that she would be the first or I, w- I wouldn't want to say the first, but the experiment that she wanted to create for herself to move and shift into these frequencies while still staying in the same form would allow her to experience the evolution of her being able to shift through frequencies um, with with all different types of higher dimensional consciousness, meaning all different types of other beings would help her, guide her, and take her through this experience so that she could continue to expand and evolve in consciousness, okay? That was that was the point. That was her original uh, goal, okay? 
And let's let's kind of talk about evolution real quick. So evolution is experienced through steps, okay? Um, and an evolution occurs energetically and cannot be manipulated. It cannot be manipulated. Um, it has to go step by step, and the natural process of it is basically energy increasing in form, okay? So evolution is a natural process of energy increasing in form, and cannot be manipulated, okay? Remember that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only transmute, meaning that it can only transform from one form into another, okay? So this same process, the process of evolution is the same not only for Earth herself, the higher dimensional consciousness, but it's also for all higher dimensional beings in physical form. Okay, and that includes us, that includes um, human beings, that includes plants, that includes animals, that includes anything that holds, anything and everything that holds a higher dimensional consciousness has to go through this process of evolution step by step. Okay, so what are the four steps of evolution? The first step of evolution is acclimation. And this occurs when the physical form slows down, it slows down the the high frequency light of the sun, Okay, um, to receive it in the body. Okay, and the body could be the the human body. It could be a tree. It could be the ocean. So, it could be planet Earth herself. So, the first part of the evolution is to um, acclimate. Is to acclimate the high frequency light that's coming from the sun in order to receive it in the body. Once that happens, then we go into step two of evolution, which is assimilation. Okay, and assimilation occurs when the physical form integrates the higher frequency light into lower frequency light within the body, okay? This happens because it needs to move dense dense energies either out of the body or be able to move lighter energy into the body, okay? Either way, the form begins to increase its frequency as lower density is moved out of the form or it's integrated into higher light. Okay, so acclimation and assimilation happens naturally. Okay, it happens without basically conscious thought because it's the in the natural intelligences are it's 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 designed to happen that way. Okay, the physical body is designed to evolve. Okay, and when I say physical, I'm talking about anything physical that we can that we can um, that is in the frequency planes and the in the dimensional planes that is 3d reality 3d 5d reality okay so the physical body is designed to evolve it knows how to shift the light within itself into the next highest dimensional fields it already knows how to move let's say for example when it um when earth started the experiment she wanted to experience moving um shifting from a five-dimensional field into a seven-dimensional field the thing is, what I'm trying to say is that the body itself is already um, already knows how to do the shifting, already knows how to move into the next dimension. Um, but the key point, the key note is that evolution requires the physical form and the higher dimensional consciousness, meaning and the soul and the higher intelligence to work together. The physical form and the higher dimensional consciousness have to work together in order to allow evolution to occur, okay? The, basically the consciousness must choose to experience 
and tap into the next highest frequency and field. Meaning, meaning, and the most easiest way that I could put it is that we must choose, feel, and experience the energy shifts, okay? Earth has the ability to do so. So do we as human beings, as well as everything on our planet, the way that has evolved for millions and millions of years, okay? All higher dimensional beings must choose, feel, and experience these energy shifts in order for evolution to actually be successful to happen, okay? So the third step in the evolution process is tapping, okay? And this is when the, and I'm gonna just talk about the human. So this is when the human naturally taps into the next dimension, okay? Tapping in meaning that um, they begin to feel the higher frequencies and the higher states of consciousness within that dimension. A lot of people are already doing that now. Um, and the best way to explain how they're tapping in is through meditation. The meditation is one of the easiest, fastest way to tap into those, um, to tap into those higher frequencies, to tap into those higher states of consciousness. Okay. So that's the third phase of evolution. The fourth step is anchoring. Okay, and as you guys may know, based on the word itself, anchoring means to step into, means to um, to be grounded, to finally be physically, uh, to physically stay within that dimension. So once 80% of the frequency of that field is held by the form, now remember that in order for you to be able to move from one dimension to another, you have to start to shift the frequencies through the hot and your body has to be able to hold those frequencies. So once, once, let's say, for example, you start moving from a 3D frequency into a 5D frequency, once you have 80% of the 5D frequency within your body, within your physical body, then you are able And I say you, I mean consciousness, the higher dimensional consciousness that exists within us. You are able to then physically stand in that field. Okay, you are you are able to literally stand in that field and stay in there. That's the anchoring process. Okay, so both Earth and human. Let me summarize this. Both Earth and human and anything that is living um, must acclimate to the light of the sun assimilate it, tap into the next dimension of field, and then anchors itself in it. That's how evolution happens, okay? Acclimates, assimilates, tap into, and then anchor, okay? So let's go back to, let's, I'm, I'm sorry, let's move forward. <laughs> let's move forward. Um, so in this process of evolution, um, Earth sent out an energetic call for assistance in creating her experiment and for guidance through it, okay? Once this energetic call went out into the quantum field, this is when the Galactic Federation of Light, which if you guys know, may not know who they are, but they are the 12 beings that basically oversee, they oversee all of the councils um, of the... I guess the best way I can put it is that they see, they oversee the councils of the universe um, and they oversee the councils that are specifically tasked to help Earth with her experiment. Um, But they're the ones that make the decisions and they're 12 beings. A lot of people may refer them to as the archangels. Um, 
<clears throat> in different religions. They are known as the Ascended Masters. Um, they are known as the High Angels. Um, so these 12 beings are also known as the Galactic Federation of Light. Um, as Matias de Stefano also explained in Gaia. Um, so basically, they these 12 beings were created, but they knew that in order for them to be successful in helping Earth create this experiment successfully and take her through it, um, they needed help and they needed a lot of help because they could not do this by themselves. So basically, thousands and thousands of other higher dimensional consciousness, all ranging from the ninth dimension all the way to the 24th dimension, all of them answered the call. They answered the call to help with the experiment, okay? And as beings were forming into one large federation, okay, as all of these beings came to the Galactic Federation um, and they started to form into this large group, they decided to create councils, okay? And what this allowed is for the groups of beings within the Federation to have specific tasks and roles within the Earth experiment. Okay, each council has 120 beings. Okay, the same way that it takes 121 lives for 120 to 121 lives for a soul to complete its full, its full, um, how would I say, its full learning cycle, um, its full evolution cycle before ascending into a different form. Um, but each council, let's go back, each council has 120 beings. Okay. 12 beings were that are in charge of each council and then each being had 10 beings assisting them okay which makes them 120 beings um so the galactic federation oversaw all of the councils within it okay so some of these councils let me just kind of give you an overview so these councils have specific roles so there was a council specifically um tasked to um to create the technology to assist in clearing earth's density um there was one that was tasked with um making sure that the security of earth was intact meaning that they wanted to ensure that her physical form remained stable and intact so that she was able to continue with the experiment. There were some councils that were tasked with activating and upgrading Earth and humanity. Um, and that could be through different light codes and, you know, different lessons and teachings and guidance. Um, there was some tasks, um, some councils were tasked assisting other forms other than human on earth so there were um councils that were specifically tasked for like forests some were specifically tasked to help the ocean um be in balance for the soil to be in balance to for the animal kingdoms to be in balance so basically anything other than humans there were also councils specifically for that that's why you have your sea spirits why you have your tree spirits your ocean spirits your forest spirits so as you guys know that's what i love ocean and forest but um basically each counselor had a specific task there was even some that were specific to light workers that were incarnated um in human form working in large communities and they could be in different um sectors like the religious sector the financial sectors government sectors um local community sectors so um, there were beings assisting them um in that process but the councils and all and all light beings within each 
counsel play a huge significant role in Earth's evolution. And everybody's equal. There's not one that's higher than the other. There's not one that has more power, one that has more knowledge. Everybody is different, but everybody is specific to their task, okay? Which means that everybody plays a specific role. Um, So basically, once all of these councils and everything were assigned their roles, this is when um, the Galactic Federation of Light started designing Earth's actual physical planetary form, okay? Um, they started designing the form. They did. They started designing the resources. They designed the sun itself and the 100 and the 12D, the 12-dimensional matrix grid, which we'll talk about in future episodes, but it's this is the matrix grid this is the virtual reality grid this is where they created the ability for the beings to experience a virtual reality within this grid and just in a little short note so this grid its main purpose was to keep all other influences or any other higher dimensional consciousness that were not part of the experiment with those who did not answer the call um this grid was to keep them out it was to 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 avoid um anybody trying or any of them i say anybody but any of anything else other than what's already within the grid to enter and influence the experiment um in any way positively or negatively they're just super neutral about it um but um they did all of this they designed the entire thing all of it all through focus and intention all with energy focus and intention that is literally it they came with the thought they had the thought they understood their intention and then they put it out into the quantum field the quantum field took those thoughts took those intentions then they were able to slow down the frequency because everything started in a 12d frequency um, then they slowed down the frequency all the way until it was able to become a physical form. At the time, it was a 5D form um, so that it could become physical um, and could be part of the experiment. OK, um, so with that being said, the next phase in the in the in the building and creating of the experiment was then to start creating the human being okay but today we are not going to get into that because that is a whole different topic and a whole nother like section that i will not want to get into right now but that is earth's history if any of this resonated with you or if you're if you have if you had a soul remembrance reach out to me. Let me know. I have taken a sabbatical from Instagram and Facebook for the last week, and I think I'm going to keep it that way for the next one or two more weeks, simply because, um, and I just want to do a side note on this with everything that we talked about today. I've, there's just so much information out there, and that could be positive. It can be negative. It could be, you know, it could be helpful, you know, it could be educational, but there's just, I'm just constantly bombarded with information, with news, with events, with um, just different things that, you know, is just constantly stimulating me. And I just felt my spirit just ask for a break. 
Like I've, I've really felt like I just needed to take a step back. Um, and you know what, not necessarily a step back, but just kind of turn my way, like turn away from the crowd, turn away from society for just a small moment because I just felt like with all the bombardment and everything that was being fed to me and everything that my ego was being conditioned to, I felt like I was starting to disconnect again, you know, and these can happen. Like you can be super connected, you can be super grounded, and then slowly, little by little, you can start to get disconnected. And I started to feel that. I started to feel myself kind of get away from my higher self, starting to get away a little bit. And... um then I started to react. I started to react off of my triggers. I started to react off of, you know, the things that were still present for me that I didn't know that that they were. And with the now that I have the ability to kind of mute, basically is how I, is how I'm envisioning it. Now 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 that I have the opportunity to mute the world, to mute the world around me, I can start to listen to myself more. I can start to listen to what my inner voice has to say, start to read my own Akashic records without um, seeking out the answers, without Googling like without Googling a response or what something means or, you know, um, it's just like here's the thing. So I, I was always taught that being aware of current events and news and news and things in the world was, was important so that you are aware of what happens. But the thing is that when like, you know, watching the news every day is so one, because we all know that the news is specifically targeting the audience to feel fear and only fear. Um, no other emotions but fear, which is fucking terrible. But uh, it's part of the. I, I, it's it, it literally is part of the experiment. It's part of the matrix. Um, but the thing is, is that what's happening in the sky, and what a lot of people don't know, is that the astrologers are saying it, the seers are saying it, there are psychic and mediums that are saying it. But there's a huge shift happening in the sky right now. There is so much that is going on. And if you look from the ground up, everything is magnified. If you look from the ground up and you look up, everything is humongous, especially if something's closest to you, right? But if you you decide to leap up and look from the sky down, Everything is so minuscule, it's so small, and so almost not irrelevant, but not as, not something that needs to be latched onto or important. And that is what our spirit team, what the, what the stars, what the planets are trying to tell us, that everything that we're experiencing right now, it's all on purpose, but it's not to be taken so seriously. And I think that I started to take a lot of things very personal. I started to start internalizing a lot of things and started to take things a lot more, more, more seriously because I was looking from the ground up, right? So taking the sabbatical, taking a step away from social media is, a, is, you know, this detoxing is a little weird because in the beginning it was like, oh my God, like I would go to my phone and I would naturally want to just scroll, like just click on Instagram and start scrolling or read my messages or, you know, look at, my notifications or whatever and I haven't been able to do that and I could tell that you know it was 
definitely a habit because it feels uncomfortable that I'm not doing it. And you know that it's a habit that when you feel that way, when you feel like it's weird, like it's, uh, you know, I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm not right now. It's the same way that if you, it's the same way like when I started my fitness journey, um, until now, like now, if I don't work out for like two days, my body feels terrible. I feel weird. It doesn't feel right because I have a habit of constantly moving my body, um, of constantly working it out. So it's the same thing. So when I realize that it really is a habit and it's not necessarily a productive habit because you can have a balance, you can have a balance because social media, I know it's one of the best ways to be able to reach the world at once, like like at large at one time the thing is when when the balance is shifted where now I'm relying on that when I'm relying on the I guess I would say when I'm relying on the likes when I'm relying on the who's viewing it am am I am I impacting enough people am I reaching the right people am I um you know when I start to become attached to the outcome, to the outside, to the validations, to the um, to the external variables. That's when it becomes a problem, and that's where I started to feel my balance shifting. Um, and I'm and now taking the sabbatical is allowing me to get back into balance, get back grounded. Um, because every time you do that, you give yourself the opportunity to not only go back and deep within yourself and listen to yourself and you know, connect with that source within you that we all have that connects us all. But then you are able to then find the answers that you need. And and when I say find, I mean, it'll come up. Like if you ask yourself, like, what is my next right move? Or what did my dream mean? Like, what did that mean to me? Or if you're constantly seeing a number, like a number pattern, like if you're constantly seeing your birthday number, um, like for example, my birthday is 929 and I see it like all the time, you know. Now, to be fair, I have studied numerology for quite a bit, um, for quite some time now, so I know what they mean. But what I'm trying to say is that if something, if you have a question, instead of just Googling it up or asking somebody else or, you know, or just quickly trying to get trying to rid yourself of the responsibility to have to figure it out, sit down with yourself and listen because it's already within you. All of the information that you will ever need because it's already there, it already exists. The quantum field already has everything that has ever happened, will happen and is happening all at one time. It's already everything, everything. That means that the answers, all the problems already exist all of the solutions to those problems already exist and all of the possibilities already exist. So anything that you ever need to know is already within you. You already have knowledge of it. But in order to find it, in order to know what that is, you have to listen. You have to listen. And everybody has different ways of connecting to their intuition, but nobody isn't able to. There's no such thing as one person is able to connect with their intuition and the other person's like, well, you know, it's just, it's just, you, you know, it's just not for me. I can't do it. No, if, if you're human, then you have a higher dimensional consciousness, meaning you have a soul, 
meaning that that soul is connected to source that is within the quantum field, which means that you do have the answers. You do have everything you ever need within you. I mean, everything, always. Um, so it's just going back to yourself and, and just and just listening to that voice and listening to you. Um, but other than that, that is my message for today. You know, talking about Earth's history I continues to like bring up much more soul remembrance for me. It's so crazy. The evolution process of what happens when you start to awaken. Um, and, you know, after finding out my human design and realizing that, you know, I'm not necessarily meant to be a healer. I'm meant to be a teacher and a guide, you know, understanding that my soul has already gone through lots of lifetimes. I'm not saying that, you know, I know everything because I definitely do not. But I will say that my soul and everybody's, everybody's souls already knows everything they ever need to know. Okay. And this is just us right now. The the new earth leaders, the healers, the light workers, the ones that are here helping to push humanity and consciousness forward. All we're doing is trying to help you remember. We are here to simply guide you back to your truth. We're not here to do it for you. We're here to guide you back to how you should or guide you back to you. That's literally it. I'm here to guide you back to you. So if any of this has resonated, if you felt a a spark of remembrance, if this or if or if anything even confuses you or if you want a little bit more elaboration go ahead and reach out to me reach out to me I, I i am i am still looking at my messages um but i will love to get more information next time we'll talk about the human history on earth the true human history um as well as the galactic history and we'll continue on with that okay Thank you so much for listening all the way into the end. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you guys next time. Thank you. A deep, deep thank you for pressing play and co-creating this moment together. If today's message resonated with you, please leave a five-star written review and share it for others to also experience quantum alchemy. Together, we are exploring the highest of timelines and the destination is unconditional love. Until next time, much love.